Uh, I got a couple of neighbors. Uh, well, I got two neighbors. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I get it. Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host, Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all, it's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but... Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Lloyd Phillips. I'm the host of the Life and Times podcast, and I'm glad that everyone is returning. Uh, I learned in podcast world. Here's what I learned in podcast world. I heard some other people doing it, but I, I kind of figured it out myself. For those who listened over the holidays, I actually I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Um, but I found out overall people don't really listen to podcasts during the holidays. Nor did I, so that's not true, you know, because I did it, I would listen to it when I was doing my daily walks, but just on average, you know, if people aren't doing that drive or you're not sitting in the office, so yeah, I learned that, so I'm glad that everybody's back, uh, it's the new year, of course, it started last week, uh, we don't need to rehash any of that stuff, but uh, so I appreciate anybody who's new, who's listening in, so good, so good you're here today, and uh, you know, let's kick us. Off like we always do, with a word from the sponsors. Today's show sponsors are Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. It's an independent art studio established in 2011, and they have all your art needs. So, if you really love alternative art prints, I would go check out Boxing Bear Print Company at BoxingBear.com, BoxingBear.com, get to them now.com. And the next sponsor is the Cookie Barn Waco.com. They're actually called the Cookie Barn, but that's where you can reach them at the Cookie Barn Waco.com. They're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or for any occasion, just enjoy them yourself. Uh, they also specialize in company and client relations and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate their business. Also with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization that helps foster and adoptive families. So every portion, uh, a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another. e1a.org. Thecookiebarnwaco.com. All right, so we're back. Now here's what I, here's, I've done a couple of things uh, this week that I have not uh, done in a long time or even helped out with. I helped out. I really was just moral support. So this week, this week, I got a, I got a call from my friend. He said, hey, what are you doing at 10 o'clock tomorrow? Now, this particular friend, who I like a lot, um, I do, I, 
love the guy, but he um, has a tendency to want to do less manual labor than I do. And so I, when he asked what I was doing at 10, though I would help him with real stuff, I just don't know the con. Now, if we, if we did it together, no problems. I just didn't know how much I was going to be doing as opposed to what he was doing. And if it was more uh, than he was going to be doing since I was helping him, my answer was going to be no, by the way, uh, for anybody who's listening or wondering how I operate, that's how. And so um, I wasn't going to go be doing any heavy lifting. So I was like, hey, what? so what do you got going? And he's like, well, I got a couple of cows I got to give shots to. And I said, okay. And he just made it sound like that. Now, the guy, uh, he's a small-time cattle farmer. He's a part-time. I don't know if he's getting into it or if he's a, his attempt is to make it larger or if he just wants to stay the same. I don't know. So I'm going to call him a cattle farmer, though that's not his only business. That's what he's got into. And um, so I'm, I'm curious as to what we're going to be doing, even though he says shots. I mean, I, I get that. Uh, by the way, and for anybody listening, uh, I'm not a cow guy. Uh, I'm not. My mom and dad had cows a long time ago. Uh, I helped out some. I didn't help out loads, but that's my background with cows. So I go out and I'm like, or no, that, that conversation, I said, all right, so what do you want to do? He's like, we're going to give them shots. And I said, okay. And uh, I was like, what do you want me to do? He's like, uh, just be there. Once again, suspect answer. That's what I think. So I'm like, well, since you've never called me to actually help you with your cows before, who else is going to be there? Because that doesn't that sounds uh, weird. And so it was another kid. We're going to call him Will Rogers. We're going to call this kid Will Rogers. So um, I'm like, okay, we'll be out there tomorrow with Will Rogers. I'll see you at 10 o'clock. And I made it known. I'm probably going to record a lot of this, uh, you know, on the phone. So I, we show, I show up at his house. Uh, we go out to the, uh, let's call it the cattle ranch. We go out to the cattle ranch, large-scale operation he's put together. And, um, and it's super muddy. That's a side note, but you just, it was just so over-the-top muddy. I noted it because it, just for visual uh, pictures in your mind purposes, it had been raining a lot, and then the cows walk back and forth, and it's like mush. It looks like a pig pen, but on the entire road. <laughs> And so if you don't have a, if you have a car, you, you will not get in if you have a car, hundred percent. So you get out there, um, we got to corral the cows that we need. Um, that in itself was a process, but here's how it went. One of those cows was really sick. And he said, now watch this cow. It'll charge you. That's, that was the, the, his first warning. The cow will charge you right there. Right. When he said that I automatically figured out. Did he bring me out here for personal humor? Because if that cow charges me, what am I going to do? <laughs> am I going to be a bullfighter? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Uh, whatever you thought you were going to do in your mind automatically actually goes away. Because as I just described the road, that's literally what the pin looks like. Um, of course, it had a little, you know, a little hay bale in the corner and it had a water trough. Two, three. It had three. It had three water troughs. Now, nah, two feed troughs, one water whole thing whatever so the rest of it was a pig sty it was just a pig pen like just mush and you know uh cow dung <laughs> that's a side story i i may get to if i remember uh dung we're gonna call it cow dung <laughs> and i'll tell it later so uh that's all it is like mud and just cow poop just every it's everywhere well we're gonna try to corral it to this gate it's a it's a series of gating systems in order to get the cow 
into the chute uh, so you can lock its head in and, and give it the shots to make it better. That's what you're trying to do. That's what you're trying to achieve. A large series of gates. Whoever put this together's. I mean, it act, the gating system really was actually kind of elaborate, I thought. Well, anyway. Well, we can't get the cow to go in there, and, and I've already got the warning that it'll charge you. Now, it didn't all-out bullfighter charges, but when you got three guys trying to walk it in one location, no, it didn't go in that location just as as you would think. And the problem is, is like my buddy Chad's over on the fence, so anytime the cow turns to him, he's got a water trough, a water bucket, and his foot on the fence already as he's yelling, right? He's got a shot. And then we got Will Rogers over here. And I call him Will Rogers because uh, he's got a rope. Uh, he's doing rope tricks. W while trying to get the cow into the chute, we got Will Rogers over here doing and doing dancing rope tricks and trying to step through rope and, you know, making the loop real big, trying to do fan. That's, that's what he's doing. And um, they stick me in the middle. Now, he, he, and he wants me to record. He's like, hey, yeah, hey, record some of this. The only problem with recording is I got my phone out trying to record this crazy cow. I don't know what the cow's got. He says pneumonia. I think it's mad cow disease. And uh and and so edema. It's either it either has it either has and actually I did that wrong. I did that wrong. The first cow of the day. Well, I'm really I, look, I'm I'm really mixing these cow stories, but I started with the crazy cow, so I'll just start there. The crazy cow either has congestive heart failure, liver failure, or parasites. I believe that's what he says. So we're getting it in the chute to give it shots, but it's not going, and it keeps turning towards us, and I'm stuck out right in the middle. The only problem with me being in the middle is, look, I'm kind of chubby these days. You hear me say it every show. I'm, I'm a little bigger than just regular fit people, and uh, I'm suctioned in the mud. Every step is a new suction, and I got to yank as hard as I can. Well, when I'm trying to record, and the cow turns and faces me head up, like, you know, like the cow's coming to get me head up. Um, I'm not just going to stand there and hold the phone. I need an out. And the problem is, I'm either, he's going to charge, I'm going to be suctioned to the earth, and I'm going to get hammered. Um, or I get my foot unsuctioned, but I'm in a foot of mud, and assuming I don't actually create a suction, I'm going to slip instantly trying to run. And the fence still is a ways. And now I'm going to have mud all over my boots and I'm going to slip. And what's going to happen is, watch this reference. Uh, when I was a little kid, me, myself and my cousin uh, were at our grandpa's house. And he had a bull out in the field. And our favorite game was to hop the fence, run around the tree. It was a young bull. And run around the tree. And then the bull would chase us. And then we'd jump over the fence. And that was the game. And we had done it 75 times. And it just took that one time where my cousin ran, jumped up on the fence, didn't get over as fast as he wanted to, so the bull helped him over the fence by flipping him in the air. <laughs> so that's the, that was the only image I could have standing there right then when that bull was it was head up with me. So I'm like, man, I this is the stupidest spot. And I was kind of mad. Like I, I felt like they put me out there like I was a target. One guy's got the fence. One guy's Will Rogers over here close to the fence. I'm in the middle. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like the situation. I think they set me up for failure uh, out of humor. Now, and to be honest, I'll have their back a little. Um, 
I probably would have done the same thing to my friend because I, I would have thought it was funny. Uh, not if it got hurt, but, you know, if it helped him over the fence by hitting him in the butt and flipping him in the air, well, that would have hurt him. I, my friend's not that agile, so uh, probably, probably would have hurt him. Maybe it wouldn't have been funny, but initially, before he rolled over moaning, I would have laughed. Finally get the thing into the series of shoots. I don't know. There's like, there's like 30 different gates. We finally get it into the proper area. And uh, that's it. We lock it in. He gives it a shot and send the cow on its way. Now, accidentally, getting ahead of myself, I told that story in reverse. That wasn't the first cow we did, but the second one really wasn't as hard. We finally got So they're both done at this point. So they released this cow. Now, this cow. Now, I'm not a cow doctor. I'm not a cow doctor, don't know anything about cows, but I'm going to go ahead and give this cow, upon my no cowboy sight, I'm I'm staring at a cow that I know has got about two days left. That's my guess. I actually, when we left, I'm like, a cow's not going to make it through the night, but two days max. And that was, I think that was Friday. And... um the you know the baby was fine it took off running you know and was happy and you thought it would make it the baby had pneumonia the big cow had those three other things i said well we got a call at five o'clock today neither cow made it so it made me to believe that uh, it made me believe that my my buddy maybe maybe he's not a good cow doctor maybe he is like third place in the cow doctor department and um Maybe his shots were very ineffective. I've maybe he, the shots were very ineffective. For all I know, it didn't seem to work out. And um, I think we're gonna go set some flowers out on the cow grave tomorrow because that's what you do when cows die. That's what I've heard anyway. <laughs> so, so that's my story. You hear how somber that got? You hear how you how your heart went out for those cows? I don't know why they died. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why they died. I, that baby. There's no way that calf. There's no way in the world I thought that it would it wouldn't have made it. But the big one, uh, man, that big one. I don't even know how it made it before I got out there. He said it looked worse before. So I don't. <laughs> worse was bad shape. I'm telling you that. So it made it like a week. Kept giving it medicine. Didn't work. And then it led me to believe. I'm like, Chad, are you are you a certified animal physician? I mean, that's like, um, who's that guy? I don't know. It's like those guys in Mexico who doesn't really have a license to practice, but they're, but they're doing cosmetic surgery. I mean, I think, I feel like that's what happened. We didn't do any surgery, but, uh, you know, with the, maybe the shots went in wrong. Maybe you shot it in the wrong place, uh, with the needle. Remember we were given injections. We were being doctors, uh, for anybody who just, uh, jumped in on 13 minutes into the podcast. Um, but that's it. You know, that's the life story. So what I did today as a tribute, and I felt good about it. I felt good that I was contributing to the tribute of the cows. Um, they don't have a name, but their ear tags said 45 and 14. So I um, made a tribute video and uh, sang a song. Uh, by boys to men, it's so hard to say goodbye, and I sent that to the to the, the to the small time cattle rancher, who I have no doubt will be a big time cattle rancher one day. So, anyway, I made it, made the tribute. 
it was a you know really sad deal for the farmer. But he's gonna have to get to it if he's gonna he's gonna have to get over it if he's gonna have a cattle ranch because uh, I don't know anything about cattle, but I did have a friend. <laughs> hey, well, welcome to today's edition of of animal operations. I didn't know that that's what I was gonna be talking about, and not until I just recalled this last conversation. I'll try to remember the cow dung story in a little bit. It's look, it's a very this story honestly lasts ten seconds, but that's why I said the word. I'll get back to it. Still not telling it yet. So my friend has this, um, his dad has chicken houses, chicken houses. Now, um, he walks the chicken houses every day. And when you have chicken houses and you have, I don't, I don't know, 20,000 chickens. I don't even think that's an exaggeration. If you've ever been in a chicken house, it's crazy. By the way, smells horrible. Or as some people would say, smells like money. You know, that's that's what some people would say. Uh, smells horrible, but every day he'd walk it. And so I was at his house and we went to walk, uh, the chicken houses. Um, and I don't, I, to be honest, I don't remember what you're looking for. Dead chickens, maybe. I mean, cause it, we weren't doing much else. So you're walking, you're looking for dead or sick chickens. And if they're not there, then you, um, you know, you gotta get rid of them. You don't, because if they're sick, you don't want them to affect all the, all the other chickens. So for the ones that don't look right, you know, you get rid of them. Well, we walked the. Ch- and by the way, this was twenty five years ago. In case whatever I say, something's wrong. So we're walking and see a couple sick chickens. Well, there's a sick chicken, and and there's one that's staying right by its side. Now, I don't believe chickens are like penguins. I don't think they mate for life, but it appeared as though they were going steady. And uh, this one was. <laughs> One wasn't looking good, and um, he was going to, you know, do what you'd do if you own chicken houses, and I convinced him, like, Jason, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? Like, why would you kill that chicken? I mean, look, they're obviously dating, and you're going to take its boyfriend or girlfriend because I don't really know. Oh, yeah, never mind. Hold up. X, X that one out. I do know what boy chickens look like. All right. that Yeah. So I'm like, why would you do that? They're, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain because I just made myself sound really dumb. But look, anyway, I'm like, don't get rid of its partner. I don't look. I'm going to go back. I don't know if it's a boy or girl. I'm like, don't get rid of its partner, Jason. You can't do that. How sad would that chicken be? And I really, I honestly, I guilted him in to not killing that chicken. He's like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> and we walked on. I, <clears throat> I saved uh, one chicken's life that day. And I'm sure that chicken went on to have some of the greatest chicken eggs probably there ever were. And to be honest, do I, I don't even remember if those chickens lay eggs. I don't know if you're just raising them to go eat. I, I don't, I would have to ask or tell me. I mean, just let hit me up on one of these message boards. Do chicken house chickens are there different chicken houses? Is there a chicken house where the uh, where the hens just lay eggs, and and is there a chicken house where they're just raising those chickens as fast as they can to get them out of the stores and they don't produce eggs? You know, I, <laughs> for some of you listening, I probably sound very unintelligent. 
But I really don't know that answer. So for anybody, and trust me, people reach out after these shows all the time. So I'm sure somebody will set me straight. I don't know. Uh, the only time I've ever been in a chicken house was when I walked it with Jason. Uh, well, I, you know, I usually don't say people's names, so that that pretty much calls it out if you know my life story. But, yeah, I don't know, man. But if you uh, do know me personally, well, feel free to tell Jason uh, that I guilted him into not doing his job that day. I'm sure his dad was happy if he heard that story. Um, but... <laughs> That was, that was me saving the animals. Back to the dung story that I didn't tell you. Uh, back to the dung story. There was a girl. My mom worked with her mom for a very long time. And this was, I don't know, 10 years into their working relationship. Eight to 10 years. And I needed to go to the school. I was at one school. I needed to go to the other school. She had a driver's license. They are like, hey, she'll take you. Try not to say her name. And so I'm like, okay. Now, look, I just needed to go. Honestly, it wasn't even that far. It was probably like three quarters of a mile. But since she was leaving, she's like, I'll take you. In three quarters of a mile, as long as it took me to walk out of the schoolhouse into her truck and drive three quarters of a mile and drop me off, I bet she said the word dung, dung. I bet she said dung. 73. Seven times, seventy-seven times she said the word "dung." Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do about uh, ten seconds of the conversation. It went like this: She's like, "Yeah, I'm a truck's piece of dung. You know, I know it's a piece of dung, but just you know, I it gets me where I need to go. I know it's dung, but uh, you know, I drive this piece of dung everywhere. I know it's a piece of dung. You don't got to tell me. Uh, I never said the truck was dung. I didn't say the truck was dumb. I didn't say the truck was anything. As a matter of fact. I don't even think I talked in that conversation. I think she just said my truck's a piece of dung from the time I got into the time she dropped me off three quarters of a mile. And I said, thanks. And that was the extent of our conversations. I, that was a piece of dung. That was it. I told you the story lasted 10 seconds, uh, but that is a vivid memory of my life uh, because of how many times she used the word dung. And it was a serious thing. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna give you guys some health knowledge, which is funny because this is completely not a health show, but I, it seems like I say something about physical fitness or health every show. And uh, this just in, everybody. If you don't know, uh, I'm not pulling this off any research or science. I know I've heard it. I'm sure you have also. Fried foods kill people. I'm quite certain that, that they do. Um, I'm, I'm, go, I'm coming... <laughs> I'm not making this up. I do believe fried fried foods kill people. Um, I'm going to tell you why I think that. There's no science involved, though I know there's plenty of science involved with that statement <laughs> for for other people. Um, I went to go eat at this burger place that I wanted to go to. I okay, so I'd been there one time before, and I'll. I'm basically going to combine the stories, but I've been there one time before. I did what I'm about to say then. So I go back the second time. I'm going to, I'll bring it all together. So I go back a second time and I order. Now, I like fried mushrooms. Fried mushrooms to me are the greatest appetizer ever. I love them. Of course, I love bacon fries also, but, but fried mushrooms, love them. If they're ever on the menu and, and that restaurant or place, wherever I'm at, if they hand bread them themselves, I'm going to order them. If they come 
and they're overbreaded and they're nasty and they and you just heat them up. Not eating them won't do it. But if they're hand breaded and they're fresh, I'll eat them every time. So that's out of the way. Well, I went there to get this uh, hamburger, but then they had this spicy chicken sandwich. So I'm and I like spicy stuff. So I'm like, well, I got to get that. So I got that. So I got the spicy chicken sandwich. I got the fried mushrooms. <laughs> we ordered fried pickles also. <sighs> Something else. Oh, and 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 fried jalapeno tater tots. The jalapenos and the potatoes and the cheese is all in the regular what you picture a, you know, a tater tot to be. It's all packed in there. All that may sound great to you. All that sounded great to me. All of it tasted great upon those first bites. But both times that I did that, twice in a row, twice, twice, look at this, uh, twice in a row, I felt horrible for like three days. <laughs> like both, both times. I think, I think it was overkill with the friedness. I think you can overkill the friedness is what I think. I'm just telling you, um, I don't, I feel horrible. And what's funny about making that statement is everybody knows fried foods aren't good for you. People still continue to eat it. Like even me, look, I went the second time knowing what I felt like the first time, but in my head, I convinced myself, oh, it was probably just a fluke. Maybe it was a bad day. It was pre COVID. Maybe COVID was sneaking up on me the first time. Maybe that's what I thought. Uh, nope. Both times felt horrible. Couldn't breathe. Disgusting. It's like, you ever wake up that next day, whatever you did the night before, you ever wake up that next day and you're like, I just need water. And, and I've done, I just need water. And like, Hey, what do you want to eat? You want to go to Sonic? No, I do not. I do, not only do I just need water, I need cucumbers. I need just vegetables, just fresh vegetables and cucumbers. I don't, I don't even want meat. Just give me. Oh, by the way, I'm a total meat eater, 100%. I think you should eat meat. But, like, when I just feel so horrible, I don't want anything. But you got to season the meat. And I don't want salt. I don't want anything. When I feel like that, seriously, that's what fried food. I think fried foods kill people. That's what I've heard. Um, there's probably some research online if you were to look at it. If you were, if you were to research really hard online, you probably could find something that says that. Just in case, yeah, you, if you didn't know. That's that's what I've come up with. But here's what happens after you get the water in you and you get the vegetables and you feel good. Then then you 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 have a tendency to go do things that you should have done, but now you feel great because now you, you didn't eat fried foods for a week. It's time to go rake leaves. Um that's a, not a good transition to this story. <laughs> Not at all. That's not at all. Um, it's it's fall. What is that's winter? Yeah, whatever. It's winter time. I still got leaves from the fall. I think fall got here a little later. Look, I, I my dates are not gonna make sense anyway, so I, I'm not even gonna try. But the leaves fell. The backyard's got leaves everywhere. Uh, I got a couple of neighbors. Uh, well, I got two neighbors. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right yeah, i get it uh, one neighbor's got a fence and the other neighbor <laughs> uh, i know what a couple means one neighbor's got a fence one neighbor doesn't have a fence and so 
but I got a fence also. So between my fence and my neighbor's fence, I got leaves all around my yard, all around the fence. I got them in my yard. One neighbor doesn't have a fence. He still rakes the leaves in the front yard, but I don't even think he has to in the back because he didn't have a fence. So the wind just blows it. Like he doesn't even have to do anything, but because I have a fence, they just, they pile up, you know, and it's like foot. I'm exaggerating a little bit. It's pretty deep along the fence. If you're, if you ever go outside and try to rake leaves, like really rake leaves. Now, if you do it for a living and you've already passed this part, okay, good for you. But if you don't rake leaves very often, or if you pay somebody to do it and you just you just completely don't know, my back hurts in like three minutes from raking leaves. Three minutes of raking leaves, back hurts, can't walk for a week. So I'm, so I'm raking and raking and raking. And I'm going to guess I got 14 piles of leaves, 15 piles. Um... I don't know, 20 piles. I bag up four a day. That's it. That's all I got, four a day. So um, basically, by doing that math, uh, by April 14th, I should have all these leaves bagged up uh, in the yard. And um, I'm pretty excited for it. But the point is, is I can go do that. Uh, you know, I'm, fi- I'm feeling frisky, everybody. I'm feeling real frisky because of these new athletic accomplishments. So what, uh, what I'm doing by feeling all this friskiness. Um, look, man, this, this week I, I, I even perform, I performed weight training. Um, I, as stated last week, I'm the, in the 300 mile challenge. Um, I done extracurricular activities. Look at me on the go, really changing things. Everybody. I mean, seriously, if I keep this up, Billy blanks is going to be calling me, uh, for anybody, um, who's uh, below the age of 27, he invented Tybo, which was all the craze back in the day. All the craze. Sorry, about flip my headphone off. Um, remember, I record these for YouTube now, so I, I threw in some punches for visual effect, and my, head, <laughs> and my headphones flew off. <clears throat> but I threw a couple of punches. That's two, that's, that means two, two hands got two neighbors and so that's what i did just throwing just throwing these hay makes what um where was i even going with that i already lost my train of thought oh yeah feeling good so uh billy blanks is probably trying to get a hold of me to ask hey lloyd what do you do for fitness and i'm like man you know me bill because that's when when you're you would call him billy because you don't know him so i'm like yeah what's up bill he's like not much lloyd hey how are you, how do you got so much energy? That's what he says to me. I'm like, well, look, it's all this weight training. It's all this walking and it's all this vegetable eating and meat. <laughs> yeah, that one, that, that story was going nowhere. Um, I'll tell you what, everybody. <laughs> let's, let's end on a way not funny story note. Uh, love everybody. Thank you for being on here. Hit the subscribe button. Once again, this is on YouTube. Check it out. And, um, you know, I mean, I think that's what I got. Think that's what I got. Love everybody. Uh, put Pete Rose in the hall of fame. Have a good week.